Welcome to Solo BG Podcast. My name is Derek and this is episode number 67. If this is your first time in the podcast, well, welcome. I'm very happy that you're here. And in this podcast, we focus in board games, mainly solo and cooperative board games. That's right. But once in a while, we have special episodes like this one, where we're going to talk about a competitive game that also has a solo mode. And before we keep going... I have to say that this episode, it's not a sponsor, but the people from Mighty Board Games, they send us a copy of uh, Petricor, the base game, and Petricor, the Flowers expansions, and the Cows expansion, which right now, at the moment of this recording, when I'm recording on Sunday, which the correct date of August the 9th, it's still on Kickstarter, it's still live on Kickstarter, I should upload the video, uh, I'm sorry, in <laughs> this podcast as well tonight so if you happen to listen tonight i just recorded literally before you're listening and uh, i will highly recommend you to go and check out the kickstarter right now of petricor because it's live and in that way you can see all the components and all the things that you can get and as you read on the title of this episode we're going to talk about petricor which is a game that is designed by david Cherkop and the solo mode which is what you know interested the most for us at least is the uh, is, uh, designed and developed by david Turcy. anyway episode number 67 we're getting getting close to you know that episode 70 which is going to be a very special one it's an interview that I already record with one of my good friends, that he's a very popular friend in, around the content, the solo board gaming content creators in YouTube, so you will really enjoy that interview. We have a lot of fun. I won't spoil you the name yet. In other news, <laughs> I guess, uh, remember that you can follow me also in Spanish at Solo BG Podcast en Español, and that's also a podcast that I do about board games, but in Spanish, and remember that you can also Follow me in the social media anywhere in Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Solo BG Podcast. And if you want to shoot me an email and share any comment with me, please do at solobgpodcast at gmail.com. So if you're ready, let's start with this episode number 67 in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Alrighty, so now we are officially on episode number 67. And oh boy, I'm happy to be here with you, talking to you and of course talking about board games because that's what we like that we enjoy what we are fan of so we are here and like i said we're going to talk about petricor but before we jump into that uh, unique game let me tell you let me tell you why not like always let me share with you what i've been playing most recently actually earlier today I was trying Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. I was on scenario number three. And the more that I keep playing Gloomhaven, especially Jaws of the Lion, um, the more excited that I get. And I really love that they did, um, in case you haven't tried the game, they did like a five uh, scenarios that they walk you through a little by little. 
uh, uh, introducing more complexity with each scenario and it's more like a tutorial scenario but you don't feel like it's a tutorial because at the same time it's fun and you're still doing your, your magic and doing your movement actions and your fighting actions and attack and range and enemies activates and all that stuff and you're still are in the narrative on the story even if it's a tutorial and then you're still putting stickers on the map and opening this and opening that and it's fantastic uh, it's it's of course this game is designed by isaac childers um and it's the more that i play and it's only three times on the on the box the more i like it and i actually already paint my two characters my two minis which i'm not very talented on painting but you can check the pictures on once again on instagram facebook or twitter solo bg podcast um and i already paint my two characters that i'm playing with uh, actually today i posted a picture when when i was playing the scenario tree I got my metal coins as well, just to, you know, add more atmosphere to the game, and it's fantastic. Some people have been asking me uh, that when I'm going to do the episode, well, more, particularly my friend from Chile, uh, my friend Mitherong on Instagram, but, uh, you know, I will have the episode very soon uh, on Spanish and in English because I want to give you my um, feeling of Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, hopefully, hopefully for when I record the episode I will be able to be done with the most part of the Jaws of the Lion. But if not, at least I will have a good, good amount of uh, playthroughs in that way I can share with you my experiences. And also this week, I'm supposed to meet with some friends to play the game. In that way, I can try it as a multiplayer, which honestly, to be completely honest with you, I'm trying to focus more in the solo mode, of course, solo BG podcast, but I will share my thoughts with you. Also, the other game that I just got, it's uh, Salvation Road from my friend Michael Kelly, which he is also the host and producer of One Stop Co-op Co Shop, uh, the YouTube channel, which, by the way, if you haven't checked it out, please do. It's one of my favorite channels, and I really enjoy Michael Kelly reviews and his uh, five minutes, uh, he does like a five-minute review which five things, five cons and pros of every game. I'm a huge fan of that. Every time that he advises a game, I'll try to get it. And he designed also with Peter uh, Gossius. I hope I pronounced his last his last name correctly. Uh, but they, both of them, they did Salvation Road. They designed this game. And I know, I know it's been it probably been three or four years ago from this game from Band Rider Games. And it was a Kickstarter. I know I'm getting a little bit late on the boss, but... Um, I played the game, I ordered the game, I enjoy it, actually, and it's a very, very fun game. It's very hard, uh, but once again, that's one of my big filters when I play a solo game. I want, it, I want it to be hard, I want it to be immersive on the theme and, you know, be challenged by the theme. And it's a very hard survival game. So if that's up of your alley, you should check it out, because I don't want to spoil too much about the game, because I really want to do an episode... Because I haven't won. I played the game four times already and I haven't won. Um, but I want to win. <laughs> I want to win in that way. I can do an episode about it. But it has like very cool mechanics. Um, I, won't, I won't call them old. I will call them classic. Because this game gave me the same feeling and the same excitement. Even if they're not the same, of course. As a Dead of Winner. Um and but more streamlined in a way, more direct in a way, and more easy to to lose in another way. Uh, you don't have the trader. I will spoil you with yet with that. There's no. I wouldn't see this game with the trader. It's hard enough already. But um, but yeah, I've been playing uh, Salvation Road, 
and I'm looking forward to do an episode about it and talk about the game, which I will give you another hint for the big surprise. Uh, Michael Kelly once again designed this game. Anyway, I've also been playing Petricor, plenty of Petricor, because, of course, I wanted to get ready to do this episode. Uh, once again, it's still live on Kickstarter's tier. When I check uh, today, still seven days to go, which I'm assuming the campaign will end uh, next Sunday, but then still we'll have it on the late pledge. Uh, but yeah, they, I just received the base game this week. I played it a few times already and with expansions, and I'm looking forward to share with you today or tonight or this evening my thoughts. I also play another game that it's one of my favorites so far also of this year. And of course, the franchise is also one of my favorites. And I'm talking about Back to the Future from Funko Games and designed by Prospero Hall. Uh, for this game, I also have a very special surprise that I cannot spoil yet because unfortunately, I had to wait for the other side of the surprise to, you know, uh, approve it. <laughs> I guess let's call it that way. So, um, but I'm pretty sure once again that I will announce it on my social media or in my future podcast, probably the next one. I have a big surprise coming on on Back to the Future um, by uh, uh, Funko Games and Prosper Hall back in time. I also play another game that I've been enjoying a lot. And I'm talking about Raccoon Tycoon. Uh, Raccoon Tycoon, it's a stock market game uh, published by Forbidden Games. And I got this game actually for my wife. You cannot play solo, of course. But it's more like, a, you know, you're trying to uh, manage your resources and at the same time trying to find the right moment to sell those resources. And that way you can get money. And with the money, you can get more um, railroads and city with the resource and buy buildings and pretty much it's like you're trying to sell your resources at the right time and that way you can get these extra things to get victory points at the end of the game. The art is it is not a thematic game at all. Like I don't know why they choose Raccoon. They could choose whatever, but it doesn't hurt the game. And it's a game that I've been enjoying and I've been playing Raccoon Tycoon as well. I also play another classic, another oldie, which it doesn't feel that old, but <laughs> it's a classic as well. And I'm talking about Jamaica or Jamaica or Jamaica in Spanish, um, the racing boat game. I think that game was from 2019. And I don't remember if it's from uh, Bruno Cathala or Antoine Bausa. I want to say it's Bruno Cathala, I think. I think. I hope I'm not incorrect. And if I'm incorrect, please let me know. Uh, but I also play jamaica or jamaica the other game that i also play it was video vortex i think i talked to you about this one before video vortex it's a deck building game where basically the theme is something like we are in a post-apocalyptic future why not because we love the, that theme uh and um we are in an old video store you know with the vhs probably i don't know if you remember the vhs from back of the good old days when we used to watch the movies <laughs> i'm a vh vhs guy anyway um <clears throat> we're lost in this old movie where where the owner or the manager is still there like he got somehow mutated and he's still alive and he's showing us all these uh pop culture blockbuster videos from back from the 80s mainly so now we had to fight to each other to get trophies but with this theme of the 80s kind of blockbuster movies and we each have a dashboard with different energy and different charts that we can use and different abilities and it has a very interesting mechanic where if you play, for example, three players that I have played with the most, that's the most amount of numbers that I've been playing that game, 
you don't care too much about the if somebody makes damage to you because basically what you're trying to get is trophies from the other players. So it has a very cool mechanic and I'm looking forward to save this game also for a solo with friends episode which is once again an episode where we talk about a board game that it cannot be played solo. So that's Video Vortex as well. Anyway, I've been playing plenty of games, just to mention some, the Artemis Project, Western Legends with expansions of Antiob, Legendary James Bond, the deck building game, which I really, really like James Bond, you know, it's my favorite themes too. I've been playing the deck building game and I'm looking forward to get the expansion also from Upper Deck Entertainment because they are the ones that do these games of Legendary, of course, very famous, like the Marvel ones, the Aliens, Fireflies, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, The X-Files, uh, Buffy, anywhere. Um, I'm looking forward to get this expansion from the James Bond uh, in the way I can play more movies in the Legendary and I can make an episode about it. I also play King of New York, by the way. And Rallyman GT, Gizmos, Valley of Kings, The Afterlife, uh, Mutants, Paladins of the West Kingdom, excellent game, Smartphone Inc., Silver, Downforce, many, many of games that I've been playing. But now let's talk about Petricor, because this is an interesting fact. Do you know what Petricor means? The pleasant, earthy smell after rain. That's what Petricor means. And Petricor, it's a game that is published by Mighty Board Games and that is designed by David Cherkup, developed the solo game or the solo mode by David Tersey and the beautiful artwork, I already give you a spoiler, the beautiful artwork is is, uh, illustrated by Daniela Attard, I hope I pronounced it correctly, Daniela Attard, and once again is published by Mighty Board Games and actually by Ape Advanced Primate Entertainment and it plays one to four players and before we keep going, Let's jump into our first section in the show, which is Box and Cover. Box and Cover. Okay, so from the base game, the Box and Cover, it's a 12 by 12, very standard size of the box. And on the cover, you will have this beautiful uh, sort of drop that inside is englobing a lot of flowers and wheat and, uh, you know, a little a lot of vegetation, I guess you would call it. And it says David Cherkov's Petricord. The pleasant earth, the, the pleasant earthy smell after rain, and it has in a beautiful polar white, I guess, um, uh, be, be behind the um, drop. It's a very nice cover, actually, very artish. And then uh, it tells you once again that it's designed by David Cherkov, that is developed and solo go- solo game mode by David Tersey, and the artwork by Daniela Attard. Then on the sides you will have also the name of the game, and it will tell you that it plays one to four players. 10-year-old plus, and the time per player, this is interesting, time per player, 20 minutes. It doesn't tell you how long is going to be the game, but I will tell you my thoughts at the end, uh, but 20 minutes per player. And then on the back, it tells you, it shows you a layout of what you're going to get inside the game, the components, the mat, the other little mat <laughs> that you will use, the cards for the competitive game, the cards for the solo game. And he tell you, in Petricord, you are a cloud. You use weather to your advantage to make sure you are the one responsible for growing the most crops. This will be an easy task if the other clouds weren't on the same quest too. So prepare for some mischief in the sky as you trick the as you trick and outsmart your friends to make sure you are re- re- the reigning cloud. You are the best cloud around and then it tells you also the crates once again from the designing team the artwork team 
and it tells you the component. This game was released in 2019, the, pre the first version, and now, right now, the new edition, once again, it's live on Kickstarter. Then we have the Petricor, the Chaos expansion, which is the one that, of course, is on Kickstarter and is the new one that you can get, because currently, there's the Flowers expansion, which basically adds a fifth player, uh, opportunity for a fifth player, and also it, it adds a little bit of another tiles that you will use to arm more variety to the game, some cards, and some other tokens that they will change the game a little bit. There's also an currently an expansion that it was released also in the first edition, which is the Honeybees. So you can mix those two with the base game, but Chaos can all, all also be mixed with those two, so in that way you can have a more epicness way of play Petricor. And the little box of Chaos Expansion, I really love the box. It's a very small box, size of a small book. I have the prototype, though. I don't know if this is going to be the final, but I have the prototype with me. And it has a very nice cover, once again, David Chirko Petricor, the pleasantly earthy smell of terrain. And it has a beautiful cow jumping all happy. And it tells you, cow, this is the Chaos Expansion. And the credit is from the same team. And it's by Mighty Board Games. Uh, and it also tells you that it plays one to four player. This also this expansion can be adapted to the solo mode, and I will tell you what the expansions includes as well. But uh, now that we're gonna talk about what we find of each in, inside of each box, let's jump into our next section, which is inside the box. Inside the box. Okay, so now that we are in, a, in our next section, which in our next section, the current section right now, which is inside the box, let me tell you what each box includes. And like always, I know you enjoy this just as much as me. Let's move. That's the box moving with the components inside. There you go. And uh, let's open the box to see what we find. The first thing we're going to find, it's a very nice, very colorful, very straightforward rulebook. You're also going to get the main board, which is double-sided. And this is for the purpose if you want to have a long or a shorter game. Depends on how many rounds you want to play. If you want to play through four rounds or you want to play through six rounds. Also, you're going to get 12 cardboard clouds, which they're pretty cute. They're very um, very hard, sturdy cardboard clouds that you're going to build. No, don't worry, I'm a zero assembling talent here, but it's very easy to do them. You won't have any problem in they will look fantastic on the table. You also get 80 translucent glass beads which those beads represent the drops from each one of the players. And you will have it in different colors. You will have red, yellow, you will have green, and um, the, the, hold on, you will have red, yellow, green, and uh, the blue. Red, green, and G, and blue, those are the ones that you will have. In that way, uh, you will have, you know, for every player. You will also have five, you will get 53 cards, um, you know, for the game and for the solo mode. You will also get the wooden discs that they will help you for a voting mechanic in the game, which is very interesting, which we're going to talk in a little bit. 16 cardboard tiles. You will get four uh, wooden dice. Well, three wooden dice that you will use for um, the to use to see if the, we're in the harvest uh, section or in the harvest uh, phase. Uh, and also one die, one D6, just for the solo mode. And you will get over 40 tokens and markers. That's what you're going to get on the base game. Now, let's open the Chaos expansion here. And I'm trying to open it. There he is. Okay. Perfect. So we have the Chaos expansion. And with the Chaos expansion, what you're going to get is some beautiful, beautiful standees and tokens that they will represent the Chaos, of course. You will get some extra tiles. 
you will get also some cards once again to add it to the solo mode or the multiplayer mode the tokens that you will use to represent different things during the game and another board that you attach very nicely to the main board and now that we talk what we find inside the box let's see how the game plays game play alrighty so how the game plays how the game plays is very unique and i will try to explain it as best as i can but it's it's very simple in a way but also very interesting and not complex very interesting in a way because the game is basically an area control uh, game that you want to have the majority on certain areas at the right time in this case for this game the time will be harvest so the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna roll the three harvest dice which they will show different symbols such as like uh, four disc which they represent the these are called votes three uh, votes two votes one vote and the harvest uh, symbol so you will roll through those three dice and you're gonna place them on the middle of the board and those will represent if we are in the harvest uh, phase yet or not then you will also select in how many rounds you want to play the game once again like i told you on the inside the box section it will go either through four rounds or six rounds you will also lay out tiles to see depending on the number of players you will lay out the shape on a three by three grid of the lay of the tiles that you will use during the game. For example, in a two player game, you will use uh, uh, seven tiles. In a three player, you will use uh, nine tiles. And in a four player, that will expand to uh, uh, f uh, basically it's a three by four area of tiles where you will use uh, about 12 tiles, you know, to have more um, spaces to go with. You will also have the setup of the clouds. You will get your drops and you will also get those thunderstorms thunder thunder tokens that you will use in a little bit uh, that i will explain you how and you will give the nice beautiful wooden token cloud to the first as a first player token to the player that goes first and then that's it the, what you're going to do next is uh, give cards to each player and the cards will do different things so during the action phase which is actually the first step on every round players uh will play will be playing cards in order to um, do different things, sort of uh, different things. Just uh, for example, if you play a winter card, you will be able to create a cloud and place one of your drops over there. So you will choose which tile you want to go and you will place a drop into the cloud. You can also, with some cards, uh, with the sun one, you can add two drops to your cloud or you can move the clouds from one tile to another one or you can rain a drop from your cloud into the tile that you're present. And this is important because most of the tiles will have a requirement of how many drops they need to have in order to start to grow the that plant, right? So the, the thing is that you want to put all the drops that you can on those tiles, in that way you will have the majority, and in most of the cases, that will give you the uh, huge, or the, big, um, the, biggest, the biggest amount on victory points. Now, there's uh, a few tiles that, ver that are very interesting, that they will give... Um, to the first player or the one that has the majority less victory points than the second place or the other ones will be that the first one will get will get uh, less victory points but they will also get a wheat token and with that wheat token whoever has the most at the end of the game will get 12 points so that's what you're going to be doing with your cards trying to do different things on the tile side then after you are playing all your cards you will be able to either you know, play the action and vote, 
which vote will have to match any of the weather symbols that are on your card that you're playing. And we have four different four different types of weather. We have the winter or the frozen one. We have the sun. We have the the wind, and we have the rain. So. In your card, will show you a symbol of the action that you're realizing, and then you will have two options, either the same uh, uh, type of weather, which it gets the action that you're playing, another weather, which you can, that's another option, or the third one, which it will be the harvest symbol. So what you're going to do is basically, let's say I'm playing a winter card, and my winter card also gives me the, or the frozen card, I keep mixing these, those two. Uh, let's say the frozen card also gives me the option of sun, and harvest as a third option then I, after i do my action with my wooden disc i will place it on the area of that weather that i want to vote that i want to happen after the action phase so let's say i choose sun then i will put one of my wooden discs in sun and this is important because as we are playing players including myself and the other players we will be placing discs on those different weathers on the main board and at the end of the action phase we're going to select two, and they will go by the majority of disc on each on each weather session. Uh, yeah. So let's say the sun one and the rain one to trigger right after the action phase. But let's say the yellow player has more wooden disc on the sun uh, area than the red one. That means that the yellow player is going to advance also in another victory point track that they will be awarded at the end of the game. So that's also a very important part of the game and a very interesting one that allows not only to the players not only focusing on the area control on the tiles and trying to get more drops on the tiles to get more victory points, but also to try to make the vote smart. In that way, they will have the majority on those seasons that they will trigger at the end of the action phase. In that way, they can get more victory points at the end of the game. Then, after you do that, if all the dice on the middle of the main board show the harvest symbol, then you will score points for whoever has the majority on each tile, and you will be advancing on the victory points tile the other option and this is a very interesting one because this also adds another type of a strategy to the game is that if you don't want to vote after you do your action you can reduce any die that is not showing a harvest symbol on the middle of the board you can reduce it for example instead of showing three votes uh, on the die it will show two votes now which is means closer to go to the harvest side uh, in that way you can get a victory point or for example if one die is showing one vote disc, you can flip it to the harvest side. In that way, you will get two victory points. And that's how you're going to be playing either for four rounds or six rounds until the game ends with a force harvest at the last round. In that way, everybody can score points. And that's what you're going to, whoever gets the most points is the winner. Now, the other thing what I was telling you about the thunderstorm tokens is because on the clouds, they have a little space where you can attach these thunders, and that way it will be now a thundercloud. And, you know, those thunderclouds will be more propensed to rain and give you more <laughs> more uh, uh, rain on the tiles. So that's how it works, basically, the game. Now, the Chaos expansion also has a very nice mechanic of adding different ways of getting different victory points during the game. For example... On the on the cows expansion, right? First, you will have the very nice cows that you will get and that you will add into the game. 
And those cows can be moved from different tile to tile. And when those, cow, when those cows are in a tile, they will also drop tokens as a fertilizer, of course, very thematic, and that fertilizers will trigger to have more victory points during the game. They will also be adding another little pieces to the clouds. And those pieces that they add to the clouds, they will have different effects, such as the capacity of the cloud to hold a certain amount of, uh, of rain, or also you can, with some effects, you can remove those little tokens, those little black tokens from the clouds that the cows leave uh, before. Uh, you can get them in order to trigger different things with your cards or add different actions during your turn, just to give you an, a brief idea. Now, also the new board, it allows you to control the weather a little bit more in order to get more victory points, which this adds a lot of variety to the game, a lot of more deepest to the game. It makes the game deeper. It makes the game not more complex. I don't want to call it more complex because then when we talk about complexity, it can push you away a little bit or push a little, at some people a little bit away, at least for me. Um, but uh, it makes the game more interesting because it has more strategies to get those points because now you're not only focusing on trying to get the majority of rain in a tile and try to move your cloud and you know try even to mess with the other clouds now you also have the cows that all the players are controlling because everybody every player will have cards of cows mostly in their hands so that's how you're going to be activate them as well just like like i told you at the beginning instead of playing the weather card that it will give you the weather action and then it will take you to the voting for the season uh, the the cows you will play that card and it will let you instead of voting advance the harvest die to get it more closer to the harvest season which it will give you victory points uh, but also the cows will be doing different things on the board. And once again, this expansion is totally compatible with the solo mode. It adds more tiles, more interesting tiles, such as beautiful trees that you can put on, you can mix during the setup in the way you have more variety on the layout of the tiles. Um, and also, you know, it can be mixed with the honeybees expansion and with the flowers expansion and with the solo mode multiplayer. And you can have the, f the three of them expansions already to have a more, like I said, epicness experience for Petricor. And that's basically, once again, it's, this is the kind of game that it's hard to explain through audio how it plays because there's a few different things. And when I was learning it at the beginning, I was like, okay, uh, like this, like that. But after I play the first round, I start to to get it, no, and get the the flow of the game, and it went very smooth. And in order to talk about that, because remember I told you that it's twenty minutes per player on the box. In order to tell you my thoughts of the game and tell you about the real time of the game, let's jump into our next section, which is where I share my thoughts about the game solo or competitive. Alrighty, so now we are with Petri Core, and while I'm talking to you, I'm trying to open the Kickstarter here right now, in that way I can tell you more details about the game. Meanwhile, let me tell you what I think about the game. Petri Core. I play Petri Core solo and competitive multiple times during this week. I played with two players, I played with three players, four players, and even during a night, five players. On the five players, uh, time-wise, the game went for an hour and 30 minutes. In a four-player, it went like an hour and 20-ish, 15. 
two-player game. It went for an hour, for 45 minutes to an hour on the short game, which is four rounds. And every time I played it solo, it lasts about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, which it correlates, kind of correlates with, with what the box said. Uh, probably a little bit shorter, because if, for example, if we think in consideration solo, um, you're taking another 20 minutes for another player, um, if you want to put it that way, so that adds the 40, 45 minutes, which, by the way, I didn't talk about the solo mode. It's a very uh, classic David Tursey signature. You have a deck of cards that you will be revealing, and it will tell you what actions um, the other player will do, because they will also have a, a neutral cor a color and a um, cloud. And they will be also getting victory points from you. They will be messing with you because they will be taking, uh, you know, uh, drops that you already have on tiles. They will be taking it away. And it's a very classic David Tercy solo mode, which is always very enjoyable. Right now, you can find the game on Kickstarter once again. I play it solo and competitive, like I mentioned. Pros, pros of the game. The game, it's beautiful. The components are great. I really enjoy the quality of the clouds. I really like the detail of the thunderstorms that you can attach to the cloud and now can be a thunderstorm cloud, right? And it will be more propense to rain and to flood those tiles with your uh, raindrop, which is what we want to get the points. I also really enjoy, that's another pro, the different mechanics of the game because it doesn't feel like a very simple area control. Um, it feels, uh, you know, that it has very different ways to win. Yes, the area control in the main is the main one, but at the same time, the voting mechanic gives a lot of uh, strategy that you can implement on the game as well because it's very important. Either you want to vote right now to try to get majority on the seasons, or if you feel like you're gonna you're gonna feel you're gonna lose the majority, then you probably try to increase the basically down uh, move the modify the 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 face of the die in that way you can try to push it for the harvest mode in that way you can get more victory points but also you need to think like if it's convenient for you to ha to have the harvest face at the end of this round because probably you're not gonna get that many points on the harvest phase this round and probably the other players will so that's where the strategy fall and that's a big pro for me um I really liked it. Another uh, big pro is the component, the quality of the components. Once again, I'm reviewing the first edition from last year. The Kickstarter will even come better. But the components that I got from a base game, they were fantastic. Uh, I love them. I Every time that I brought it to the table, it looks fantastic. It looks nice. The first player token, the friends that I went playing with, they were amazed with the quality of the game. The tiles are very uh, easy to explain themselves. They have, you know, the, the requirement in order for them to start to flourish or develop or growing, if you want to call it, and the victory points that you will get. And it's very nice. The quality of the cards very standard, but it's nice at the same time. If you want to sleep them, go for it. If not, they will last. They're, they're great. They also give you a very nice... Uh, player aid, which it tells you on a, on a one side the game flow and in the other side the card actions and the weather effects once they trigger. So that's very good. The quality of the dice is very good as well and it's very explicit every phase in the way you know what's going on and where, what are you aiming for. Um, I also like, that's another pro, that the board is double-sided in the way if you want to go for a longer game, which if you go for a longest game, then, yes, because I actually had an experience 
uh, four players. We played six round. We played six rounds instead of four, and the game went a little bit longer. Probably like mm, two hours and a half to three hours at most, and um, and that was the thing, right? So uh, I really, I really. That's a pro and a con at the same way, I guess, because I really recommend the game with four rounds instead of six. But I mean, if if you like the game, which I'm pretty sure you will do. That will be up to you. For me, I would much rather that would be uh, to go for four rounds because the game has enough for me to start thinking different strategies and go different routes of winning, right? The game has another pro. That's another pro. It has a very good replayability even with the base game because during the setup, you will be mixing tiles and you will get different tiles all the time. Now, if you get if you add any of the expansions, of course, it's more replayability. Um, so that's that. The other thing with uh, the Chaos expansion... Do I want to play it with the cows or without the cows? I definitely want to play it with the cows. That's no question asked. <laughs> they look fantastic as a stand. is very nice on the table. And they have they add more replayability to the game. They are more cards to the game as well. And more different ways of getting victory points and changing a strategy for the players. So that's another pro that the expansion works fantastic. Even if you add all the expansions that we didn't talk about too much about the other two, um, even if you add all the expansions for solo mode or multiplayer, all, honestly, all that it does, all that it does, I'm sorry, it's improve a good game that is already on the table. That's what it does. Improve a good game. So that's sometimes hard to achieve, but Petricor doesn't. I have to be completely honest, like I'm always are with you. First, and this could be not a pro or a con. I will put it more in the middle. First, when I when they told me about the game Petricor and the theme of the game, and this is me, I wasn't very interested on the theme. I was, you know, that's the other thing. Like, if you're like me and more like a immersive and kind of games and, you know, all thematic games and stuff like that, these kind of themes sometimes cannot sound very appealing. But now I'm I'm really in love with the game. I mean, now I'm, I'm happy that I play this game. I, I will put it this way. If I was in a convention and I demoed this game because my wife made me to sit and demo this game... I will buy it, like easily, no questions asked. And that's another lesson for me because you know what? That happened the same with Wingspan. I know it sounds crazy, but I was always on the fence for Wingspan because, you know, birds, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care too much about birds. But then I played the game and poof, right? So it's the same here with Petricor. I mean, I know the, the theme clouds can be like, well, I don't care too much. No, but the game, the game itself and the theme, is now Now the theme for me is very interesting. And it's, it, it works perfectly with the game. It's a very thematic game with sometimes, sometimes that's hard to find in some worker placements or area control or whatever. But this game and with these kind of themes, like very unique, uh, it's very thematic, so that's another another thing. And at the same time, I don't want to put it as a pro or a con. The theme is just uh, to let you know, right, that I did that mistake. So if you're in defense because of the theme, because it's not very appealing to you, I mean, it's the most relaxing thing. I, I will share with you that I was playing the game and I put some Bob when I was playing solo. I put some, um, you know, s- slow uh, songs and very calm songs from Bob Dylan on the background, and I was, you know 
perfectly. I feel comfortable. I was getting a glass of wine, uh, playing the game, very thinky, very strategy, and I, I liked I the the whole experience was fantastic. <laughs> so <laughs> if that helps, you know, to 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 give you a, a more um, I guess personal perspective of the game, it 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 it's other thing. Like I'm really glad that I got the game. I'm really glad that I was able to play it that I experience it and I look forward to play it again multiple 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 times. So for to end the the review the, the review part of the episode if I rather play this game solo or competitive this is one of the hard ones that uh I I <laughs> like both ways uh, but I don't I mean if I if I was as completely solo player that no chances of getting a gaming group and my wife didn't want to play board games with me, I will get this game. Like, like an instant. I will get this game. I, I really enjoy playing it solo. And let's put it this way, from zero to five, where zero, it's a game that once again, you want to burn it. And five is a game that you love and you want to play almost every game night. Um, this game for me on a solo mode, it's a solid four and it's a competitive. It's a solid four. There's no difference for me. I enjoy the same way playing solo or competitive and that's very strange to say especially for the theme especially for clouds um, I guess David Tersey plays a big big important uh, side of course he did the automa deck but also the theme I'm, I'm really engaged with the theme now I, I honestly are it could be because the quality of the components it, be, it could be because the experience that I'm getting which is great but now I'm getting very engaged with the theme so I highly recommend to you to check out right now their Kickstarter um, page because once again it's only seven more days uh, to play to back this game but also you will be able to do it on the late play I'm pretty sure and they have the new version will come with very nice inserts they will have all the expansions available for you the clouds will be actually uh, they call it custom molded floating clouds uh, by Game Tray. I really like the cardboard ones that I got, but I mean, if you if you can get it like 3D printed and whatever, like fancy, you know, you should check the Kickstarter. You will get a storage solution for uh, the Game Trays. Decide, uh, you know, by this company that makes uh, the very nice plastic inserts and stuff. So check it out. Check it out their Kickstarter because it's still live for seven days at the time of this recording. And at the time that this episode will be aired. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I hope this episode could help you uh, to decide if either um, Petricor is for you. Once again, if you're looking for a nice area control game with a solo mode and very unique and interesting mechanics for multiplayer as well. Then you should check it out. It's probably worth the list to check it out. Or uh, contrary, if it, this game doesn't work for you, well... There's that, right? Because uh, as always, when I receive a game for free from a publisher designage, which I really appreciate it, so big, big hug to our friends from Mighty Boards um, and my friend Jess from Mighty Boards, which she, she was in contact with me and she sent me the game. Um, you know, I always be honest with you and I always tell you it's, if it's a game that, I, that I'm keeping on my collection, if I'm not keeping it or if, if you should get it or not. In this case, for Petricor, I share with my honest my honest thoughts with you. Once again, I hope this episode could help you to decide if back the game or not. Remember that you can also follow me on my social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SoloBGPodcast. Remember that if you happen to speak Spanish or you want to learn Spanish in the board game universe, which 
I, by the way, <laughs> not to get confused, this is not a Spanish class. It's just uh, hearing me talking to me about board games in Spanish. You can look for us at Solo BG Podcast in Espanol. Remember that this podcast, this podcast, this podcast can also be found wherever podcasts can be found. That's it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, iVox, wherever podcasts can be found. Solo BG is there. And, and yeah, and that is, and I'm looking forward for another episode. Once again, this was episode number 67, Petri Core, and I hope you enjoy it. Remember, stay safe, stay happy, keep rolling dice, uh, love your, your loved ones, you know, and, and be happy, be happy and play games. That's all we can do on these uh, hard and struggling times around the world. And like always, most importantly, remember... For victory... Go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and I at the tabletop.